0: The Angels collapse legendarily, and Joe Madden is paying for it. Also, the Blue Jays are red hot, and the All-Star Game voting has begun. We'll talk about all that and more coming up here on Total Bases. Alright, welcome to Total Bases here on Radio Free Hillsdale, 101.7 FM. I am Mark Marino here with Dom Pastrido and today is Thursday, June 9th.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh as you mentioned in the intro i think we get started with the biggest news uh the angels and joe madden getting fired um mm-hmm. and also pre uh joe girardi also got fired to the phillies uh, about a week or so ago mm-hmm. so two managers getting fired mid-season that's something we really don't see very often at all like yeah. I, like we see managers getting fired all the time but in the middle of the season i don't think i've seen this for a while
0: yeah i definitely think that the Phillies and Angels have been so consistently underachieving over the last few years that it's almost like a larger than, like, I feel like we, we we don't really fully appreciate yet how disappointing that Phillies and Angels have been, not just this year, but over the last several years. So, like, someone has to take the fall for that. Is it the managers? Well, I don't quite, like, necessarily blame Gerardi for the Phillies underachieving as they were underachieving massively before he ever showed up and the same thing goes for the angels so yeah i mean it's not it necessarily say it's these guys fault it almost seems like as if they're when just, you're feeling this much this consistently you just have to make moves it almost
1: seems as if they're just scapegoats mm-hmm. so that they can sacrifice them to the fans i mean they need an excuse mm-hmm. so they're like okay how about the managers mm-hmm. and but i mean mid-season and then you know mm-hmm. then you can't hire another guy you know phil nevin had to take over the angels and he's the third base coach and Rob Thompson, the bench coach of the Phillies, had to take over the Phillies. So these are guys, these are like other coaches within the team, probably not the ideal people you want in your mm-hmm. managerial position.
0: Yeah, so Phil Nevin, he was coaching uh, yesterday, and then the Angels lose one nothing to the Red Sox. I presume that's because they had like four outs at the plate, as that's kind of Phil Nevin's expertise in the South Yankees. As a third base coach, they would always have all these outs at the plate. But um, the Angels really are the big story of baseball, so let's kind of focus on them since they yeah. had this legendary 14-game losing streak. As you can tell, I keep using the word legendary. I'm a bit like emotionally invested in this, especially since the Yankees had a really awesome three-game sweep of the Angels. Yeah. It's like that's when it really started to mm-hmm. become a big story, this Angels collapse. Since the Angels were like a, a big success, they were finally getting it together. They just had too much talent. This is finally the year where there were no unusual injuries or underperformances and also, Taylor Warden showed up as a superstar player to go along with Trout Otani, And, you know, Renan uh, is injured yeah. right now and struggling.
1: And also, uh-huh. Trout actually is injured as well. And their
0: pitching is kind of more decent this year than it's been in a while. Yeah, they're pitching, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, they just keep finding ways to lose games. And that was really evident in that Yankees series. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, and I mean, Joe Madden, in my opinion, is definitely not the best manager and I actually agree with them firing him. I mean, I think he's kind of a horrible manager, actually. I mean, and also if you, he's he's always doing things that he thinks are, you know, unusual and things that normal managers don't do. For example, walking intentionally walking ahead or with the bases loaded, and he does it just to you know draw attention to his, to himself when really like. You have to question, are these decisions actually good decisions or is he just doing them to draw attention? Maybe there's a reason most managers don't do these decisions. I
0: feel, I feel like the th- for me, like I think managers have like a hard to quantify impact. It definitely seems like some managers are good and others aren't just based on like the, their ability to win and, or otherwise like and lose. Like yeah, manager has sure. been a winner. so It seems like he's a pretty good manager. However, he does make a lot of questionable decisions. And that means that he has to kind of things have to really be going well in other respects. Yeah, in you know, like the like less tangible aspects with all these tangible mistakes. It kinda reminds me of Aaron Boone, who like has had a lot of success. It's hard to say he's not a good manager, but he he always makes these in game miscalculations.
1: Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Joe Madden. I yeah. mean, of he's course. Been, he has been,
0: been making these weird moves for his whole career, but usually he gets away with them and they work. And that yeah. whole persona of being this kind of weird, wacky guy works out. Now it isn't.
1: Yeah, and of course we all know he had a very humble interview after being fired by just mm-hmm. saying that he didn't understand why he was fired and he thinks he's a good manager. I mean, that that really... It's really not the, probably the right thing to say after getting fired and losing 12 straight is saying that you do understand why your team fired you and that you are a good manager. I mean, like, really, you could have a little, you know, more humility there.
0: Yeah. So I feel like th- this, this last two weeks, like, you really look at it, and this is a really talented Angels team that has just fallen apart. That Yankee series, to me, was them failing in a big series. And in following that, the Phillies series, this was right after the Phillies fired Girardi. And then... The Phillies who were really, really just roll over the Angels with two dominant wins and then a legendary comeback. I feel like that was kind of the signs that things were coming to an end. From adding that legendary Harper Grand Slam and then uh, Bryson Scott with a walk-off down to his last strike. Yeah,
1: and it's uh-huh. interesting. I mean, do you do you have any, you know, reasons why you think the Angels have just well, suddenly... Well, I think in my
0: opinion, there is a number one reason. It's Shohei Otani. And if you look at that Yankee series, that start was the biggest start of his career, and... I he just failed he, well, uh, he failed in Yankee Stadium, you know, a, a big, you know, pressure situation for the second t- year in a row. He also failed miserably there last year. Tani has just really underperformed this year. He has a 765 OPS as a hitter, so he's not doing much at the plate. He's just a DH, so he can get a lot of DHs to be a bit above average offensively. And then his pitching has not been very good either. This guy's supposed to be the best player in baseball. Everyone said he was at the start of the year, and he has not even come close to living up to it. Yeah. I mean, I said the pitching is okay. The bullpens is not bad, but... The starting pitching is surprisingly decent, and you. I know Rendon has been injured, and he hasn't been very good anyway, but you've also thrown in Taylor Ward. He's basically replaced Rendon as, like, the other superstar to go along with Trout, but then where's Otani? He's been yeah. the missing guy. I mean, guy. everyone
1: really says, like, oh, Otani, he's the greatest player in baseball. He's the greatest thing since Babe Ruth. But if he
0: were anything close to what everyone says he is, the Angels would be having a good year. I mean, and
1: he, and to be fair, he does not have terrible stats this year. He yeah. just has kind of you know, solid stats for both offense and defense. But he's not doing anything mm-hmm. amazing for either pitching or hitting. I mean, he's being kind of average for I both.
0: feel like it was just—I remember it was two starts ago when he just— I think we might have talked about this, where he just blamed, like, a tweak in his back for his bad start. Well, like, yeah, he's always blaming—he yeah, always has excuses. And then excuses. Madden comes out after the, the Yankees disaster and s- says it was because he was tipping his pitches. Like, yeah, I mean, he always like, has an excuse for his bad yeah, starts. I feel like maybe if he got into the mindset of, you know, taking blame when things go wrong maybe he'd just be a little like mentally stronger and then that would actually help him yeah. play better and i'm not I mean,
1: we're not saying that show you is the one reason the the angels yeah. have gone to this horrible losing streak yeah. i mean it's we see teams go on losing streaks like this all the time and it's probably because of several different fa- yeah. factors i mean their offense just has not been as good lately they're pitching their starting pitching was which was being good at the beginning of the season and everyone kind of thought that that problem was fixed has really not been nearly mm-hmm. as good lately. I mean, the Red Sox are making them look pretty bad. I mean, the Red Sox I think shut them out two games in a row.
0: Yeah, they they keep losing close games. They actually have a plus fourteen run differential this year, but uh, four games under five hundred. So they yeah. lost three. They lost six five. Then they lost two games, one nothing. Like that kind of shows that that team is finding ways to lose. games.
1: So when we were talking about what the playoff picture was going to look like, I think a mm-hmm. few weeks ago we kind of mentioned. Yeah, the Astros and Angels are probably both in, Yeah, in the West, but now the Angels are out of the playoff picture. And
0: and um, also Mike Trout is injured. So that that might be only a small thing, but something worth monitoring. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and both the Rangers and Mariners are only half a game back. So, I of mean, the Angels. Bo- yeah, of the Angels for second place, but the Angels are you know, nine and a half games back of the Astros, so no chance of winning the division probably for the Mariners or Rangers, but getting second place... Although, if you look at the playoff picture right now, as I was saying at the beginning of the season, it's four teams from the East who are in it, and then the other two first place teams. I mean, like, that's kind of what I was saying. The Red Sox, uh, Blue Jays, Rays, and Yankees are all in the playoff picture, and only the Twins and Astros from other divisions Mm -hmm. are out of it. I mean, these are very imbalanced divisions, if you look at them. Yeah,
0: I was thinking that the Rays might surprisingly not make the playoffs, since I don't really believe in them so much. However, with the Angels collapse... Now it seems like the Rays probably will, unless the Red Sox really make a push, which definitely could happen. Then I have a hard time seeing four teams in that division make the playoffs, but I do think that three definitely will. There's yeah. definitely going to be three teams from that division, since the AL Central and AL West look very weak outside the Blue of Jays, the one good team. In the the Blue Jays division. are
1: very hot lately, so if you, if you say, okay, Yankees, Rays, and Blue Jays are in, and then Twins and Astros are in— there's one other team. Is it going to be the Red Sox? Is it going to be the Guardians? Is it going to be the Rangers? Is it going to be the Mariners? I really think that it might be the Red Sox. I mean, the Guardians do not look very strong. Maybe the Mariners, if they got get hot, they're hot lately. But I don't know. I mean, they they were off to a pretty bad start. A lot of things would have to go right. Robbie Ray would have to get back on track. I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly think it's going to be the Red Sox. What do you think?
0: I would probably guess the White Sox. I think that oh, the I'm White Sox, just, I have a tough time guessing four teams from one division will make the playoffs. And it, it, they're just going to be up on each other a bit too much. I do think the Red Sox could overtake the Rays. It's not like there's that big a gap. It's three and a half games right now. So the, I think the Sox, Rays are overachieving. And yeah, we'll so the White Sox cares.
1: are two games under five hundred. Actually, two games back uh-huh. of, or one game back of the Guardians for second place. The White
0: Sox have had a ton of injuries, so I think that once they get guys healthy, they might turn it around.
1: Maybe I don't know. I would not. I would not invest too much in the White Sox. I really think. If it's not going to be a team from the East, it's it's going to be the Mariners. I honestly think that the Mariners, I mean, they have the players to do it. They just haven't uh-huh. been performing like like they were expected to.
0: Uh-huh.
1: So, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. It's going to be interesting, really. I mean, the Angels theoretically could still make it. I mean, maybe they'll turn it around after this losing streak. Yeah. I don't think it's too likely. I, mean, I, I don't think yeah. it's likely, but maybe. I don't know. We'll yeah. see. But uh, we, that's kind of, we talk about the AL a lot. And we mentioned that Joe Girardi got fired for the Phillies. The Phillies are still not in the playoff picture. I mean, they're still under five hundred. Uh, they're actually they're two games under five hundred. The Braves are doing very well in the East lately. Uh, they're, the Braves are actually eight and two in their last ten, and I mean they're not gaining on the Mets because the Mets just have a huge lead in that division. But the Braves are finally putting it together. I kind of, I predicted the Braves to win the division. I expected them to be a lot better. I mean, they they won the World Series last year. I mean, they still have a lot of those same players. I I, I fully expect them to go on a win streak here.
0: And so, yeah, I do think the Braves are a lot better than the Phillies, in my opinion. I think the Phillies are having a bit of a hot streak. they ran really into a really slumping Angels team, and they didn't. They they really did beat up on the Brewers. that was a great series them. they've got the josh Hader in one game and then they won 10 nothing. i think there's one more game in that series tonight mm-hmm. so i mean they're looking pretty good but i'm not to me like there's some underlying reasons why they've gotten a bit hot lately and i still don't think they're a very complete team i i think that phillies will not make the playoffs this year yeah i and agree also, with that they're going up against the mets and braves all the time those are two really good teams i think that There won't be room for a third team in a division with two really good teams like the Mets and Braves.
1: Yeah, I agree with that. Uh I mean, for the playoff picture of the NL, it looks like, you know, Brewers, Cardinals in the Central probably, Mm -hmm. Mets in the East, uh, Dodgers Dodgers and Padres in the West. Uh Yeah, would you think the Braves or the Giants? Do you think the Giants will get into the playoffs?
0: Yeah, I really don't think so. I've never been a big believer in the Giants. Right now, they're
1: actually five games over 500. Uh, they have a better record than the Braves, so as of right now, they're actually in the playoff picture. Uh,
0: they've been slumping lately. like after a really hot start, and it's kind of been a bit of a slide ever since then. Once yeah. again, I go back to the fact that like they have to face Dodgers and Padres all the time. Like, the Brewers no, and I... Cardinals only have to face each other in terms of good teams in the division, and then they have these three horrible teams, Pirates, Cubs, and Reds. So I think the Brewers and Cardinals would really be a massive disappointment if they no. do not both make the playoffs. I agree, and I think
1: the the Atlanta Braves are – are going to be better than the Giants. I really think the Braves could... I mean, the Braves could really put a get together a good season. I mean, they might... I'm not saying they're going to win the division, but they. I think they have a chance at it even now. We're, you know, a little less than halfway through the season.
0: I, I really just don't. I think the Mets have locked up that division.
1: Yeah. I don't like, know. What
0: they're doing with that DeGrom and Scherzer has just been remarkable. They have have the best offensive MLB in terms of runs scored, and they're up there in pretty much every stat. They have the number one average in MLB. I feel like they've kind of... They have kind of most fully adapted i feel like what's a bit of a new philosophy in baseball getting away from homer hitting and being more interested in average and contact yeah which they're really riding that we've philosophy. kind of talked
1: about this a lot on the show um and i mean it seems to be the modern era of baseball is a lot of you know homer hitting strikeouts for the pitchers not a ton of small mob like there used to be but now i think we see a few teams kind of going back there especially the yankees that they're starting pitching going very deep, which is not a modern thing at all. I mean, like, mm-hmm. starting pitchers go very, very shallow into games yeah. these days.
0: The, the Yankees' starting pitchers, I think, are partly going deep because they had a ton of bullpen injuries, and their bullpen's very weak right now after Clay Holmes. Also, but- like, Just to start as being so good that you might as well let them go deep. Yeah, and you (laughs) also
1: see the Yankees stealing a few more bases, getting a few more sack flies, you know, advancement Mm -hmm. ground dots. I mean, this is the type of baseball which is entertaining. I mean, Mm -hmm. whether it's, I mean, there's an argument to be made whether it's effective, which is whether it's as effective as, you know, more homer heavy teams. I mean, the Yankees, now, to be fair, the Yankees, I think, have the most homers in baseball, so they're not not hitting homers. Mm -hmm. But it's more entertaining to watch teams, you know, steal bases, do hit and runs. Make you do sacrifice, see close plays at the plate, and then just you know slugging a homer every once in a while. So I really, and that's kind of the problem that MLB is trying to fix, and that long games and you know teams giving up. What the teams giving up thing really doesn't seem to be uh, something that was Mm -hmm. fixed at all this season, seeing as there's several horrible teams in MLB this year. Some of
0: the teams people thought would be awful actually aren't being awful. Like the Pirates are 24 and 30. Now I'm not. I don't buy into this nonsense that like they have any shot at the playoffs. As I've heard some people say, same thing with the Dynamax who are twenty seven and thirty one. Those teams are not going anywhere, but they are being respectable, which yeah, is surprising. Really, it
1: is surprising because in right. the Orioles are not actually being yeah. as horrible. The as Orioles I are twenty
0: four and thirty three, which is pretty bad. But like we thought they'd be a lot worse than that. Yeah,
1: I mean, really, the the bad teams. You know, Kansas City Royals are eighteen and, and thirty seven. The Royals
0: are surprised, and the A's and Reds. We knew that was coming. They completely just turned yeah. themselves into minor league. Yeah, the Washington the Nationals
1: are basically a minor league team as well. They're just horrible. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean mm-hmm. this the Marlins, the Marlins actually are not doing horribly. They're not doing great though. I mean, they have Sandy Alcantara who's being an like, incredible pitcher uh-huh. this year
0: yeah, he's another guy who's like going really deep in the games like eight innings i mean he went nine regularly yesterday, yeah i think, I think he went a full nine innings yesterday i mean it wasn't a
1: complete game because it went into extras but they did end up walking it off but i mean yeah sandy alcantara yeah. has been an incredible pitcher for them they get under two era i mean people are actually people are talking about him possibly starting the all-star game which would be surprising I mean we've seen like the guys who could potentially start the all-star game in the NL. I mean Sandy Alcantara is probably one of those top options there. I mean yeah,
0: it's it's kind of interesting. I feel like it's a bit of like a changing of the guard in terms of elite pitchers in baseball. Yeah. Although Justin Verlander obviously is not on yeah. board with that as he's just like, I mean I'm another guy somehow, in the NL
1: is but actually But there's a
0: lot of like new dominant pitchers kind of filling in the gaps for old guys who are we, every every year at the All-Star game it's like the, you know Scherzer, DeGrom and now those guys are injured. You know, Kershaw seems like he's like not really gonna be able to stay healthy consistently. Yeah. So like the old guard of dominant starters yeah, does is giving like way right to like a new class of a little bit of new pitchers. age here. Yeah. Walker Buehler is also really struggling. We don't see him in the All Star game this year. Yeah. But, like Tony Gonsolin. Yeah, I was he's gonna say really Tony good. Gonsolin. I feel like he was a criminally underrated pitcher entering the season. Yeah, obviously with the Dodgers, people overreacted to like the lack of excellence in the rotation. We just got underestimated you know, their organization's ability to get stuff done. We've seen Gonsolin be good before, so I feel like this isn't too much of a surprise. And they've yeah. also got Arias, and I think Tyler Anderson. Yeah, that so is really a surprise. He just has, like, a long score. Streak, for the I think like 25 innings or something. I
1: wonder, you know, the All-Star game's in L.A. this year. I wonder if uh, we could see Tony Gonsolin start in his home stadium, maybe start the All-Star game. I mean, he has been an elite pitcher this year.
0: Huh. Yeah. Do you think if you're Major League Baseball, do you really want, like, Tony Gonsolin starting the All-Star game? Or even Sandy Alcantara? Yeah, I, like, think, I think MLB would you probably... You want kind of a bigger name. I I'm think you sure would go there's...
1: for, yeah, the bigger names, like, like you're saying, like... In the AL, you know, will Nestor Cortez start? I mean, he just came off a bad start yesterday, but yeah. other than that, I mean, maybe. Or would you rather see a big name like Garrett Cole or oh, Justin Verlander? Yeah, you I, know, I, I think feel like you want to see a guy. I think Cole thinks career thinks career MLB thinks it's better for the board <laughs> to see big names. Like, but
0: maybe, maybe it'd be better to embrace the new wave of great starters.
1: Yeah, so I don't know. It'll actually it'll be interesting to see who ends up you know starting that those All Star games. Okay. Yeah, and also another guy, Alec Manoa, on the Blue Jays, who has been really good. So, I don't know, maybe we... Speaking of the Blue Jays, actually, the Blue Jays have been very hot lately. I mean, I, I mentioned this uh, earlier on the show, but uh, they're in third place right now. They're gaining on the Rays, though. The, the Yankees are well in first place right now, but the Blue Jays are a very hot team. I think they're they're probably... They're almost definitely postseason bound.
0: Yeah, in my opinion, like, the late Yankees and Blue Jays are the class of this division. The Yankees seem just unbeatable, but I think that eventually the starting pitching is going to wear down a bit, and their bullpen will kind of be exposed as a, a kind of a weakness.
1: And so with their offense. I mean, the, I mean their like, offense is not as good as people seem
0: to think it might be. Yeah, Judge has been ridiculously good. He probably won't keep that up. Yeah, Stanton and, has been good. Yeah.
1: Um... But other than that, I mean, it's not that deep of a lineup. I mean, like, we see a lot of guys like Kiner Faleppa, Joey Gallo. Hicks. uh, Hicks
0: really looks lost on both sides of the ball. Although,
1: lately, Aaron Hicks has been hot. He's been picking it up a little bit lately. But, yeah, I mean— He still doesn't really
0: look good there offensively and obviously defensively. Yeah, a little lackadaisical
1: there defensively. But, yeah, yeah, so I don't think the lineup is— I think the, the Yankees are a little more penetrable than people might think they are. I mean, I think, yeah. as of right now, I think they're going to win the division. I would guess they both, but, but
0: I think the Blue Jays have a very solid shot, and I do think that the Rays are a good deal behind both those two teams.
1: Yeah, even though the Rays are in second so you think the Blue Jays are going to pass the race?
0: Yeah, right now it's very close. I think it was like a half a game difference, and the Blue Jays just, to me, seem so much more talented. They're actually tied, exactly. And the thing is, the Rays are relying on guys like you know Manuel Margot, and like, Drew Rasmussen, like, he's kind of nobodies to, like, lead their team. I mean, really we always, you know, we, we always some nobody this. relievers whose names escape me. Like, it's not really a, a conducive formula to success. Last year, the Rays actually had the number one offense in MLB. This year, the offense does not look good at all. And that's despite Manuel Margot having a fluke of a 1st 2 months of a season Yeah, I mean,
1: we always say this, but somehow the Rays find a way every year whether it's their bullpen or their offense i mean they always seem to make trades that people you know kind of scratch their heads on but then you know a few years later it turns out the rays really got the better of those trades Mm -hmm. and so i wouldn't i wouldn't put anything past the rays i I mean we've really seen them surprise a lot of people in these last Mm -hmm. few years
0: yeah so the all-star voting has just recently begun so that's just for the starting hitters that's the only thing that the fans vote for I usually do quite a bit of all-star game voting so yeah
1: so I mean anyone can yeah. really anyone can go uh-huh. uh, to lmb.com and vote for the all-star game uh-huh. um
0: I think we we said we wanted to talk about how Otani shouldn't be in the all-star game but we've already beaten up on Otani a lot this show maybe we should talk about something else so we, we talked about like the starting pitchers and stuff but in terms of like hitters like who are some hitters you'd like to see maybe like start the all-star game
1: Uh, Yeah, I mean, honestly, a lot of people are talking about, as you said, Otani's being the starting DH. Really, I think J.D. Martinez should definitely be that starting DH. I mean, he's having a really good year. I think
0: that's kind of a no-brainer. However, Jordan Alvarez could also make a strong case. Jordan Alvarez,
1: possibly, Uh for DH. I think Aaron Judge Uh is kind of a a gimme for the outfield there. Uh Um, I I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. I'm
0: interested to see if Luis Arise will start the all star game. That would be interesting. Will people kind of embrace the high-average hitter who doesn't hit any homers? Yeah, I mean, high-average, but
1: kind of a lower OPS like uh-huh. not not as much of a slugger more just a kind of singles hitter but high average hitter uh-huh. it'll be interesting to see what type of hitters people are yeah, gonna I be mean, second
0: for. base in the AL doesn't seem like a super strong position like will it be like Trevor story he had a horrible start to the year. it'd be kind of interesting if he clawed his way back to start the all-star game so um yeah it's gonna be really interesting to see how things turn out this year it feels like kind of a year where MLB's kind of evolving a bit as we've talked about throughout this show so that's going to wrap up for this week on Total Bases as we're out of time, but we'll be back again soon with more baseball talk here on Total Bases on Radio Free Hillsdale, 11.7 FM.